Star Wars Action News is brought to you in part by Dorkside Toys. At DorksideToys.com, you can get the latest Star Wars toys, as well as Marvel, G.I. Joe, The Walking Dead, and more. Run by toy fans, you can be assured your order will be given great attention and packed with care. Sign up to their social channels now for stock alerts, reviews, and toy and movie news. DorksideToys.com. You'd be a dork not to shop there. Welcome to Star Wars Action News, your source for Star Wars collecting news, reviews, and convention coverage, hosted by Marjorie and Arnie. Helping Star Wars collectors collect better. Be sure to check out our website at SWActionNews.com, where you can see photos of the items discussed, chat with other listeners, find links to our Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube pages, support our Podbean crowdfunding campaign, and much more. Star Wars Action News, covering the whole galaxy of Star Wars toys. Welcome to Star Wars Action News. This is Marjorie. This is Arnie. Happy Halloween. And joining us this show, we have the ghost of collecting past. Hey guys, it's Scott from Tulsa. Back from the dead. Yeah, we had to get a shovel, take it to the pet cemetery. You don't smell so good, but you're back. I was I was back under the foundation of the Venganza Media Empire like I knew I would wind up being at some point. <laughs> dug your way out with those cement shoes? That's right. That's right. My fingers are a little rubbed raw, but it is Halloween. Well, we are so happy to have you joining us, and it's been quite a while. Why don't you just update us? What have you been collecting lately? I have been picking and choosing the three and three quarter inch line in regards to some of these five point of articulation figures, picking up some of the six inch figures for sure. Some of them I do play the long game, and by long game, as I hit more and more stores and see it sitting there, I like to drag it out a little bit longer to see if we start seeing a little bit more favorable prices on the wall at some of those 25% off, even down to 50% off on some of those six-inch figures that are not only hitting Walmart and Target on occasion, but even as of today, Ross is seeing some of the Force Awakens figures for about $9. I picked up the entire wave, or I should say the entire line now, of the Infinity Uh, Disney game figures, although I don't play the game, I thought some of the sculpting and coloring of those figures was incredible. And at anywhere from, you know, five to six dollars a figure, it was easy to get a nice little collection going and complete. I think took me a whole two days. So, (laughs) no, and then just kind of miscellaneous bits and pieces from, you know, The Force Awakens and a little bit of Rogue One stuff that's coming up. But uh, just staying in it, just not 100 percent in it, seeing that. It's uh, easy to find that stuff around here, so I can I can play that the true long game. And even back when all of the three and three quarter inch figures were still highly articulated and such, I remember you discussing back on the show that you were looking at how many Hans you need and just keeping the best Han and things. You weren't a completist anymore, but how has the five POA three and three quarter inch and the addition of six inch kind of influenced what you buy? I have been, as far as the uh, three and three quarter inch figures, I've really been sticking with a lot of the alien-esque and uh, 
different characters that they haven't made before. So with The Force Awakens, you know, Jakku, they had a wide variety of, you know, millisecond aliens that we saw on screen. So those were a few pickups, and some of them were the true long game because they wound up being, you know, $4 here, $2 there. Some of the six-inch figures, again, picking and choosing and waiting to long game. But when they, the super articulated figures came out in that three-and-three-quarter-inch line that was exclusive to Walmart, I was a bit disheartened. I really think they kind of, I don't want to say screwed us over because that's not really fair to say it, but that first wave where it was, you know, Luke and Han and Darth Vader, it's like, these are almost these are exact figures we pretty much already have, so it's not improving on anything that I'm buying by any means. I think I bought the Ray of the of the Walmart figures, and that was it. And that includes even the new wave that came out with the Ahsoka, the Akbar, the Lando, and the Crimson Guard. I just can't see those being you know any better than anything we've already got, whether it be out of the vintage line or any line ahead of that. So you said you only bought the Ray. You didn't buy all the new characters, Phasma and the Leia, the Han, and the the Phasma. Even in my neck of the woods, were extremely hard to find. I, you know, I could probably easily, readily go to about fifteen to sixteen different WalMarts within a two hundred fifty mile radius when I'm driving around for uh, for work and some other things. And as of right now, I've only seen them at two different WalMarts, and one Walmart still has a full complement of Han Solos. Princess Leia's, and Captain Phasma's. Yeah, the distribution on that was so crazy, just so all over the map with it. And even when they started hitting Walmarts with loaded shelves of a ton more Kylo Rens and a ton of Rays and a ton of Troopers, you're like, okay, these have got to go clearance and they're going to make room and they're going to stock all these other new figures, and it never happened. And they're still sitting on the pegs from anywhere ranging from I think 1083 up to 1293, depending on the Walmart you go to. But I'm just waiting for Walmart to decide that they need to get those figures out of the way so they can bring in some new stock. Did you go out for Force Friday this year? I did. For the Force Awakens, my local Walmart, um, or one of my local Walmarts, they had everything out at about 10 o'clock at night. And they had a table and cupcakes, and they, they really do it big. Actually, a couple different Walmarts very close to me. And they had, you know, freebies with the the uh, Galactic Connection discs, and they had balloons and movies playing, and then they they do it great. And they let you go ahead and load up your cart. You just can't check out until midnight, which is fine. So for the Force Awakens, I kind of went by and saw what I was going to get, and kind of went over to Target, picked up some things, and then came back. And then for Rogue Friday or Force Friday, whatever we're going to call it, I went by a Walmart, and it was extremely slim pickings, as in they hadn't put them out, they didn't have a lot to put out, and I wasn't too worried because over the Week, week and a half prior, some of the other, I want to say, Walmarts out by Stump Jump, Pig Sticker, you know, that way out in the boonies had been putting out their Rogue One stuff and were allowing me to purchase it there. So a couple of the Black Series figures I had picked up, a K2SO, a Death Trooper, a Jin, and another Walmart I was able to pick up the three and three, I'm sorry, yeah, the three and three quarter inch Sabine and a K2SO. So on Rogue Friday, after kind of swinging through Walmart, seeing nothing big was happening, I did go over to Toys R Us, got there at about 11.30, was 10th in line. They opened those doors, and as everyone else kind of bolted right for the the pegged figures, which they had up front, I made my way to the back, found some of the hover tank pilots, uh, picked up a couple of those, and made my way out, and then kind of hit a couple of the Walmarts and and head home. So it wasn't, you know, that night wasn't that big for me, because I picked up a couple figures, but... Um, I had already picked up a couple of the other Rogue One figures as the weeks had built up. 
Haven't seen much else new. Haven't seen any kind of wave two items, you know, hit any of the pegs yet. But every store I go to, whether it be Target, Walmart, you know, wherever, Walgreens even, they are extremely saturated with six inch and three and three quarter inch. And even some of the one pack per case figures like the Sabine are still sitting on the pegs. Yeah, we've seen a lot of those figures sitting around. And then the six inch, it may have been a mistake to carry forward Ray with the new Rogue One figure. Oh, boy. Let me tell you. There's Ray. There's Ray. Yeah, everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's Ray. There's Ray. There's Ray. I counted, not kidding, 19 at one Walmart the other day. Well, the problem is that the Where's Ray people aren't action figure buyers. No, if they were, I've had people actually tell me they never made a Ray figure until just a few months ago. But they've never seen one? No, they never made one. Despite proof to the contrary, this person on Twitter would not budge on saying Hasbro (laughs) had not made any Ray figures. They could have had a slam dunk wave for Rogue One, for the most part, if they would have made Ray in her resistance attire. If they would have packed that figure with that Rogue One wave going out, wave one, all these giant cardboard kiosks that are still full of K2SOs and Captain Andor and Jins would not be surrounded by multiple, multiple Jakku rays. Agreed completely. People are I think they would have they would have attracted a few more people who are, you know, I don't want to say interest fading on the Force Awakens, but that kind of would have jumped them back in and then there's Rogue One and their wallets would be open. And next thing you know, are you swiping? Are you using your chip? I don't have enough cash. What's going on? I'm like, God, what happened? (laughs) Very true. And to that point, if they'd done anything different, instead of just the exact same figure in the exact same box with the exact same number, I think they would have had something going for them. Yep. I agree. I agree. Even if they just put a wash on both her and BB-8 and had desert dirty version or something. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> they did it with the stormtroopers. Or if they would have given BB-8, if they would have just changed BB-8, given him the thumbs up, thrown that in there, I'm sure we'd see a lot of M- six-inch package opens with a, a BB-8 gone. But yeah, I was just about to say, what we'll see is a lot of opened BB-8s returned. <laughs> <laughs> with somebody putting a golf ball in it, painted orange instead. <laughs> oh, those thieves. Now this Ray, though, does have one additional accessory. They've kept the figure number the same, so this could drive people nuts. I guess it's a running change or a variant. Now she has a lightsaber, so she can fight the Kylo Ren that's shipping in this case, too. Well, that, and hopefully that's the last of the rays we see shipped out like that. All right, well, let's take a look at this wave of six-inch figures. You know, they've been out now for a little bit over a month, and... It's been such a hectic time, New York Comic Con and everything. We haven't had a chance to review them. Obviously, we're not going to review the Ray because we did that so long ago. I will say this much. For people like myself who may buy by the case but not buy every case, it's good that we finally get the fixed Ray. If you went out only on Force Fridays and last year you went out and you got that Ray that looked like Ray and Lobot had a baby with the mm-hmm. huge forehead. At least this is giving you a chance to get a much better looking Ray. I remember our disappointments in New York <laughs> sitting at that restaurant at two o'clock in the morning opening figures and go, oh, she's a handsome woman. 
That face was so tragic. <laughs> and figure 22 is the first one here. First off, I was a little bit surprised. They continued the numbering. They didn't recycle it. I thought new movie, everything else, they, with The Force Awakens, started with number one. Kind of thought they'd do that here, but no, we're just continuing the number scheme and the new figures start with number 22, and that's Sergeant Jin Erso. She's not a bad looking figure. No, we reviewed her back because this is the exact same figure with all the same accessories that came in the San Diego Comic-Con version. Here she comes with the headscarf on, and I've had a lot of people ask if that's removable, and it is supposed to be. It's a little tricky to get over that chin, though. Right. That San Diego Comic-Con version, I thought if they would have done that, just the color scheme of that packaging moving forward with Rogue One with the black and the green, that I thought that was probably the best packaging colors they had put together for that gin uh, box. I think that just looked awesome. And I really wish it kind of almost fits the theme with the movie, too, doesn't it? That kind of the, the I don't want to say the green and the black, but the kind of the foresty. They're showing us this, you know, water planet with trees and things like that. It just seems like the red is a bit out of place on the packaging for the Rogue One figures. I'll agree. Overall, though, I've come to find Black Series packaging. All packaging eventually gets dull. Even the vintage collection packaging when they were doing all the vintage card art, eventually people got tired of it. I'm kind of sick of the Black Series packaging, especially since I feel it hinders marketing creativity when every sideshow I get, every Hot Toys figure I get, every Hasbro figure I get, it's all black on black. I'm like, I'd like something. Yeah, Rogue One is not a Star Wars saga movie. It's a Star Wars anthology film. I'd have loved to see them branch out and do something completely unexpected the way they did with those weird sky blue cards for episode two. Yeah, that was out there for sure. <laughs> I have no idea why <laughs> they chose it. Well, with those weird cardboard backdrops that were inserted to yeah. and some of them, and then there's the running changes on some of them. And, oh, uh, Dexter Jetster is what I remember. Still don't have him with a pipe. Oh, yeah, that because that was bad. <laughs> but, yeah, Scott, we've kind of talked about her, but what do you think of the Jin figure overall? I, I like her. I mean, it, I think she's the right size for what she's supposed to be in the movie. It's not like, you know, if we can compare her to say, the Boshlea from the six-inch line where they, you know, all of a sudden gave her an extra foot of height and things like that when you compare her to, say, the, the Jabba's Prisoner Leia. She looks great sized uh, next to the any other six-inch figure because, you know, she's a bit more petite, obviously, than everyone else. A gun, maybe an extra accessory thrown in there besides her holstered blaster. Yeah, the headscarf's removal. I don't know what else. You know, maybe that baton accessory that came with the Kmart exclusive, but until we see the movie, we're not really sure what other accessories would have been great to throw in there with her. I mean, a smaller figure with one accessory where some of these larger figures, like the Death Trooper as we get to him, come with two accessories. She's not a bad figure for being the, the lead of a movie. I think they did her fine to start with. I think that it may be possible after the movie, maybe we'll get a different pack-in like I do with the Ray and the 3 3 quarter inch because they're very cautious not to give away anything on the movie. So what you're saying is Jen's going to get a lightsaber? Jen may get a lightsaber. Oh, hopefully not. I think Jen's going to have a baby and name her Ray. There you go. Yeah. See, you just solved the mystery. (laughs) Cat's out of the bag. Spoiler. I don't know why everything has to be related. Can't something just exist without being attached to something else in the previous universe? It very well may. This may not do that, but I'm just taking the everything's interconnected and 
going to the next level. JJ's mystery box, you know, is going to cause all kinds of conspiracy theories like the one I just espoused. <laughs> but she's got a great articulation of it for a for a more petite female figure. I think I think they did a great job with her. The sculpting's great. The paint apps on the one I got seem to be spot on. Now I did look a couple over to make sure I didn't get a lazy eye or, you know, a wall-eyed, cross-eyed, like, hey, buddy, what's going on in there type look. But um, <laughs> I think mean, she's a good figure. Now, you mentioned the Kmart exclusive. Have you had any luck finding that one? I found that <laughs> found that about three weeks before Force Friday. Um, walked into a Kmart. There were six on the shelf. Uh, picked one up. Went back two days later, and they were all gone. They were... Uh, $24.99, which I heard other people were saying they were finding it at $27, I believe. But $24.99 for pretty much the exact same figure in a poncho with a baton. I think it was a helmet instead of the scarf, I believe, if I remember correctly. But yeah, same, pretty much the same figure. And it looked great in the box. Just waiting to find out what companion piece. And that's, I think, where a little bit of the mystery is going to lie. They'll probably hold that back until, you know, three weeks before the movie. So we'll have it spoiled for us. Uh, before that companion piece comes out. Well, we've never found this in stores, but the fact that you found it so easily made me go check Kmart.com, and there she is, twenty four ninety nine in stock, ready to ship. And if you don't have a Kmart near you, go to Kmart.com and order it. It will give you the option for in-store pickup at your local Sears, if you happen to have one of those. Because that's what I did. I picked up a second for someone else, ordered at Kmart.com, put in the zip code and it said, do you want to pick it up at Kmart or, oh, there's a Sears closer and it was shipped to store, you know, paid the price plus tax and that was it. And it came in a nice minty box, bubble wrapped in the back counter of Sears. Uh, they're offering free shipping and $1.99 shipping, which I will pay to not have to pick it up at a Kmart. Yeah. <laughs> well, ours is closing. <laughs> well, not only that, but I did the uh, ship to store option before and they lost it. They put it out on the floor mm -hmm. and just sold it, and I never got it, and it was something I bought like on a uh, Black Friday sale. So <laughs> I'm just going to have them ship it to me. Yeah, that's that's a safe bet. And speaking of that, I did that with that. When the gin went up for pre-order on Walmart.com, they had it accidentally mispriced at twelve ninety three or something like that, and I ordered one, and it kind of never came. And I did, I did ship to store, and never got confirmation. Force Friday came and went. You know, they've got tons of them in the store. So I kind of went in and asked. I said, hey, I never got my confirmation. Can you just give me one here? And they said no. And they gave me a number to call. I called and she goes, well, it's still a, it's a pending process. Um, you should see a results in five days. I said, does that mean you're going to cancel my order and I'll just have to buy it in store at $9 more than I wanted to pay? And she goes, oh, no, no, no. We don't do that. Guess what I got three days later? Email confirmation that your order has been canceled. It's like, thanks, Walmart.com, which was fine. It wasn't that big of a deal, but it was the whole process of, I got you. And they turn around and they got me. So <laughs> One last story. We've not found any exclusive figures. Not uh -uh. one. So if I can get them online, I gotta. My big search right now is the Walmart.com Scarif Trooper for when those start to hit. And then the Walgreens 3PO, which those are going to sit forever. I can still get anybody a Submariner, a Darth Vader... Emperor's Wrath, if you're interested. Well, I got excited because Jedi Temple Archives announced that Robot Kingdom had the Walmart exclusive Scarif Trooper up for pre-order. And so I hopped right on over there because I'm like, that's going to be a lot easier. How much do they want? $24.90. That's not bad at all. 
and then $25 per figure in shipping from overseas. (laughs) And there it is. There it is. I had him in my card, and then I'm like, I just can't pull that trigger. (laughs) Hell no. Now, if you had bought five of them, would it still be $25 shipping? Or you would have been only paying $5 shipping per figure? No, I only had one in my card when I tried it, because I felt like I should give that a shot. Let me see here. I now have uh, six in my cart, I believe. Please tell me we're not buying that many. (laughs) You get a Scarab Trooper, and you get a Scarab Scarab Trooper. (laughs) One of them is 25 to ship, six of them is 75 to ship. That's still too much for my blood. Yeah, that's still, that's what, $11 shipping per figure, so. Yeah, um, I figure that I'd be able to pick them up on eBay for that price or thereabouts. Well, and per your conversation with Hasbro... Supposedly, that's going to be a big push for Walmart is to get that trooper out there. And I think they said it shouldn't be hard to find. So that means I'll find a load of them. And if anybody needs some, let me know. Now, figure 23. I know a little bit about Jin because of the trailers and whatnot. But figure 23, I know absolutely nothing about. It's Captain Cassian Andor. Well, he's that one guy. In Edow? Adu? How would you pronounce that? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I'm not even gonna try Adau. Yeah, it. It's okay because however we pronounce it, it's gonna be wrong. Electronic Arts do. Electronic Arts do. We, uh, yeah. But what the box says is an accomplished Alliance intelligence officer with combat field experience, Captain Cassian Andor commands respect from his rebel troops with his ability to keep a cool head under fire and complete his missions with minimal resources. In Hoth attire. <laughs> yeah, I think he when he hung up this coat to go on a mission, Han picked it up later on when they yes. were off. It's weird. It's not weirding me out. I'm totally confused because he looks like he should be out on the ski slopes or something. And then we see him, out, you know, we see him all this action on the beach and in these trees and in all this sand, which leads me to believe it can't be 30 degrees. <laughs> Why are you wearing a ski coat? <laughs> Yeah, we haven't seen any form of snow trooper. We've seen beach troopers and all this other stuff. But yeah, the only thing that makes me think they're going to an ice planet is his outfit. <laughs> and that's pretty. And the thing is, he's probably not. And with our luck, he's going to wear that for about you know five minutes of the movie, if that, and then be done. <laughs> I don't know. It's got to be a pretty climactic scene if they're leading off with this as his figure, Constable uh, Zuvio. Zuvio. <laughs> Already there. (laughs) Here's what's funny is I'm looking him up at StarWars.com. The exact wording that I read from the back of Hasbro's box is what's on his databank profile at StarWars.com. Nothing more, nothing less. Well, that's what they do for for both the three and three quarter inch figures and the six inch figures. I believe the verbiage is the same on both on both size figures. Like for Jin, uh, I think for K2SO, it was the exact same verbiage. So they've got their stock descriptions that they're using until you know someone gets a lightsaber or someone gets a new coat or someone dies and looking at the picture first of all starwars.com has him in this attire sans hat and with some kind of it looks like a flask tied to his arm but from that photo i can say this is an absolutely terrible likeness (laughs) (laughs) 
This looks like one of the groomsmen at our wedding named Craig. Yes, it does. I thought that before when I picked it up. He's got just the slender face and very smooth and not at all like the actor. They did try to paint on the five o'clock shadow, though. I'll give them that. They gave him a little rough look. No, they gave him a little bit like a dirty look, like they smeared paint from chin to sideburns. Yeah, he is way overdressed. (laughs) But this is kind of a cool figure. I like the way they did it with the hard plastic coat top and then just the soft plastic below the waist so that it doesn't impede the leg movement. There's a lot of articulation on this figure. You've got the double-hinged knees, ankle rockers, so you've got double-hinged ankles there. Despite being in such a bulky outfit, they have given him a great range of motion. And the hat is removable, is it not? It is, yes. And honestly, if you hadn't said that, I wouldn't have tried pulling on it. (laughs) So now he can look just like the picture. I like that his hair is just... In front, he's got, like, some stuff hanging down. It's like he has hat hair. <laughs> yeah. And he, he comes with two guns, does he not? Yes, he comes with a very bulky pistol blaster and then a larger blaster that looks more like a stormtrooper blaster. The small one is nicely painted. It's got some details. The larger one might as well come from one of the green army men bags. Yeah. It's kind of generic. This one he's got, the small one, is very reminiscent of a Han Solo blaster, though. Yes, it is, isn't it? <laughs> they did a great job of making a Nerf version of that gun that looks just like that. Well, the, the Nerf dart gun that's currently in stores looks just like that pistol. Obviously, it's a bright orange, but um, they did a great job. Of <laughs> just like that, only wrote bright orange. As far as the, you know, they did a, yeah. And speaking of paint, I think they did a great job on this figure. I mean, you look at the detail of the... Lightsabers, macro binoculars, hydro spanners in his belt, whatever the little silver things coming out are. And the fur of his coat, very clean paint. The stripes down the arms. Hasbro has fixed a lot of their problems that they had a couple years ago with the horrible, horrible paint jobs. And I think this figure looks pretty sharp. That's one thing I have noticed that the paint seems to be a bit tighter than it than it has been over the past few years where you don't see a lot of, you know, eyebrows halfway up the forehead and um, one eye painted where the temple should be and things like that. They've, they've, they've done, they have done a great job of kind of tightening up the operations. Well, he looks like Han Solo. He wears Han Solo's clothes. He's got a Han Solo-ish blaster and he has a giant co-pilot. So I think, yeah, It's funny because the rumor is we're going to see the actor who's playing young Han Solo first in Rogue One, but I think we already have young Han Solo here. We've got somebody. (laughs) We definitely have somebody who could definitely stand in. And that leads us to our next figure, 24. This one I have not seen on pegs since Force Friday. Really? This is the hottest character. I can't believe he seems to have as much buzz as BB-8 did. I'm talking K2SO. I find him pretty regularly. I've never seen him again. I hit a lot of Walmarts in my travels. I I see a few. Yeah, he's still, still floating around there. I mean, it's Ray and uh, Captain Andor, and then some Kylo Ren's out of this wave still sitting still sitting in there. But Death Trooper and and K two S O are probably the two that go the fastest. Yeah, on Forest Friday, it was K two S O and the Death Trooper. Everybody was grabbing for right and. 
Yeah, I see Cassie and Andor and Jin everywhere from Rogue One. And then I've not seen too many unmasked Kylo Ren's, but tons and tons of Rays. It seems to be Ray, Jin, unmasked Kylo Ren, and then everyone else. Cassie and Andor is. I've not seen a whole bunch of him, wow. honestly. I have. <laughs> I have. I, I think it just depends. I mean, I hit mostly central and southern Illinois in my travels, and. I don't see a whole bunch of him. I mean, there are some of him, but he's not near as plentiful as the Rays. Now, with K2SO, I have a question for you, Scott. You picked up some of the Disney Elite figures, right? Correct. I did not pick up the Elite K2SO, and I have a method to my madness in that way. I picked up the the Death Trooper, just because I figured that would be a hotter one to get. And I picked up the C2B5, just because it looks awesome. Um, And that's the little astromech. And the method of my madness of not picking up K2SO yet is because when I went in to buy my Rogue One figures, which they had a ton of, all varieties, they had an even larger amount of the Force Awakens Elite figures, which had all been marked down to $15. You're saying the exact reason why I didn't buy a single Disney Elite figure this time around. I feel really burned that every single Force Awakens figure is now at least $10 off. And they had... And they very briefly had Darth Vader and Boba Fett and Stormtrooper as well. Mm-hmm. They have set the price for me. My price for those figures is now about $17. Yes. And so I really, really like this K2SO Hasbro six-inch figure. Uh, mine doesn't want to stand all the time. He has a tendency to just fall over. But the articulation is incredible. He's got you know a ball hinge neck and then a joint under the head. So it's almost like a double ball hinge, um, which is the stem going into his neck and then the stem going into his skull. The detailing as far as paint schemes and different wares and just different accent colors like the orange that's highlighted around his shoulders and I I guess where your leg meets your your hip joint, I suppose. Uh, Great detailing there. When you get further down the legs, there's a little bit of silver touch-ups here and there, which um, look great. But the elite figure... The heft that the Elite figure would bring with it for a price that would be less than this initial Hasbro figure is going to be awesome at $15. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And the articulation on this figure is fun. That's the only word I can give it is because it's so different than any human. The way the elbows move, I just had so much fun moving him in all different directions. I like his spindly legs and arms because it's unlike anything we've ever gotten before. And it is fun. His joints are a little loose, though, because I grabbed his legs and he fell backwards into, like, this limbo position. Did you notice that his his foot can move not just forward and backwards, but it actually, it's got a joint that can move, like, you could break his ankle. It's, uh, like If he fell in the Widowmaker hole, he would break his ankle. It moves kind of totally, what is it, 90 degrees over? Yeah, that's the ankle rockers. I mean, if you look at Cassidy and Andor, he has that, too. The full... Full breakaway to the right and to the left. Yeah. I didn't realize that was like that. Yeah. He's, they've got the bone breaker movement. Yeah, that's, that's, it's just. We can thank David Vonner for that little bit yeah. of technology. But yeah, that, uh, Marjorie, you're saying the spindliness of him. Even in the arms, you know, his arms are just spindly. I mean, mm-hmm. I he's, he's wary. He's wary. And because of that, he is a little tough to get standing. I found a couple positions where he's pretty stable, but he is 
tricky to get balanced, and I do wonder if these thin limbs over time, if you have them displayed on a shelf, might bend like the old uh, ATSTs from the Power of the Force 2 line. Right. But he looks great. He's an awesome design, and the scale on him... He's seven and a quarter inches tall. Yeah, it is tremendous to have him towering over everybody else. I haven't really been able to get a sense of his height from the trailers. You see him so briefly, but... He's a big guy, and and again, because I don't know much about him, I learned from the back of the package a reprogrammed Imperial security droid now loyal to the Alliance. K2SO is an alarming sight standing within a secret rebel base. The pragmatic droid is an effective insertion agent as he can blend in perfectly at Imperial installations and outposts. So that explains why he's so black and goth and Vader-y, <laughs> is he's Imperial. Right. Yeah, he's nice. I like his little white eyes. It's kind of different to see droids with white eyes. I suppose maybe K-3PO had them, but... I hope he lives up to the hype as far as being a good droid. I mean, we did get BB-8, who was super awesome. They're good droids, Bront. Yeah. <laughs> Look at all the detailing around his cheeks, too. Or what would be his cheeks. All the, like, the little servos and everything that are actually detailed, painted in there. And the little wearing where, like, the bare metal is coming through yeah. on the paint on his sides. Yep. And the shoulders. And, yeah, the Imperial cog painted there. And you can see through his knees. They've, like, used translucent plastic for the knee joints. All those joints are like that. On his uh, on his elbows are like that, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of cool. They're all like that. I wonder if there's supposed to not be a joint. Like, in the movie, that'll just be hollow. Hmm. Interesting theory. And that brings us to our last figure from Rogue One, and I believe this is singularly the hardest to find figure. I've ended up ordering a full case of these, a case of sixes coming. I did see them at Force Friday, but I let the other collectors get them as I had mine coming with my case from Dorkside Toys. I'm, of course, talking about the Death Trooper. This is one that I don't see when I check Walmarts. Out in this area, it is a hit and miss. I was at a couple Walmarts today. Uh, one Walmart did not have any in their giant cardboard display. The next Walmart had a full cardboard display. It, it almost looked like they had just put out the cardboard display. So it was stocked to the brim. So it, it's going to be hit and miss, I think, for a little bit. Listeners know I have long loved the Black Hole Stormtrooper. Then they renamed him the Shadow Trooper. And now, finally, this is our first canonical trooper in black other than like a pilot yeah he looks he looks good the detailing on him is good he is a little anorexic in regards to he just like if you were to take all that armor off uh he'd probably wear about 95 pounds he's a barbie girl in a barbie world scott he i guess so because that's he is he is a little thin <laughs> he, he is i i thought that is really through the midsection that it shows i also feel like the head seems smaller than other troopers too Maybe it's to fit with the body. Maybe they're going... The reason they're called Death Troopers is there's like skeletal zombies in the armor. Maybe. I doubt it, maybe. but maybe. I, I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it, but yeah. I can see what you mean about being a little thin. I mean, he's not K2SO thin, but... If you stand him up next to Captain Andor, even if Andor didn't have his giant parka on... <laughs> One thing I love about this figure is the sculpting. Instead of just the dancer's unitard underneath the armor that stormtroopers wear, it seems like he's got something ribbed and stripey. There's like diagonal stripes in the 
sides of his armor and then horizontal stripes up the leg and under the arm and up the neck. The texture there. It's like a fully ribbed bodysuit where like with stormtroopers, it looks like, you know, armor snaps over and pretty much covers the entire bodysuit where this almost looks like a lighter armor version where more of the bodysuit is exposed. Yeah, I wouldn't think having these patches on the sides without armor is very good because my immediate thought is, well, you could just stab him in the kidney that way. Yeah, oh my God. I, I, you probably could. Good point. <laughs> what? I'm not the only one who thought that, I'm sure. You're very specific about that kidney. <laughs> Take the organs and go. But yeah, it just makes a black on black figure far more visually interesting. And that they went glossy black for the armor and matte black for the undersuit. It's actually of a, it's, I think it's a bit more of a gray, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's a, almost a blackish gray. Uh, I see it as black, like on the torso, but the knees are definitely gray. I think that they had a little trouble matching the paint on some of the plastics, maybe. And mine, mine looks like the shoes, his shoes, boots, whatever you call them, are a bit grayer as well. It appears to be the difference between, well, I guess it does look like a little, can't decide if it's like charcoal plastic or if it's because it's matte versus glossy. It's, it looks like a pretty decent gray because his hands are that color too. Yeah. And under the helmet, it's just like a colored part of that ribbed bodysuit. I think the entire bodysuit's, you know, designed to be gray. And then you've got the black armor accents, you know, all over him. Nice green accents in his helmet, too. Yeah, they went with that, a light-up feature on the electronic helmet. And here, yeah, they gave it kind of green eyes as well as the green lights or whatever they are on the front of the mask. Yeah. Mine's not too bright, not too vibrant of a green. Um, the little helmet holes at the bottom are a bit more green than the visor. But there is a slight green tint to that visor. And by being such a black character, the little accents of metallic coloring down the nose area, on the belt, on the shoulders where there's visible buckles adds quite a bit too. Yeah. And I thought originally I looked at the belt buckle on mine and I thought I had some I don't want to say paint or rubbing on that on the left side of the belt buckle. It almost looks like a little, uh, almost, I don't want to say an error. It just looks like some scratches and kind of a, it, it just looked like a rubbing or something wrong. But I compared him to the elite figure and the elite figure's belt buckle has a definitely more prominent mark like that on his belt buckle on the left-hand side. Is yours like that? Where it looks like from left to right on the front of the belt buckle, it looks like little lines down the front and they get shorter going across. Yeah, yeah, little notches. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I thought that was just a scratch on mine, but um, comparing it to the Disney Elite Death Trooper, that one has it, it's a bit more prominent, so it's not just kind of a paint error or anything like that. No, I didn't think it was. It, uh, it's sculpted on there. I mean, if you feel yeah. it, it's notched in there. So Yeah. So as cool as this figure is... <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I gotta cry foul on the guns. Agreed. Oh, my God. They are the most dull, boring, gray plastic that I've seen. And they did put some paint on the rifle one. There's a little stripe of red and a touch of silver. But why just that? These things are boring looking. They scream either to be fully painted black and then touched up with a silver sharpie or something like that or you know hopefully we get some other weapons that come out with some of the rogue one figures that you can swap out you know by contrast i'd like to point out that the marvel legends series 
often comes with some seriously awesome accessories. That... And they also often come with this kind yes. of crap. I was yeah. going to say that the guns are often lackluster if there are guns involved. And then they're just kind of like, huh, well, that's the loosest piece of plastic that'll go in the extras box. Now, I'm looking at some pictures online of the Death Troopers, and yes, the green lights in the helmet are supposed to light up, and the guns are not supposed to be black. They are supposed to be gray, but they're not supposed to be this kind of dull, again, army man bags at five below store gray, (laughs) and they're supposed to be more paint on them. Like, the little box on the side of the gun had a... Where you can see there's a little indentation that's supposed to be painted red that box is supposed to be painted black it's a badass looking weapon in the movie and here i'm sure that a good customizer can take this and make this look good it's all about the paint apps the sculpts are here but man i just feel horrible it's honestly imagine being a cosplayer and you are a stormtrooper you have the full tk armor right you got 501st level tk armor and then for your blaster, you go to Party Tree and buy the orange one. Yep. That's how I would equate this awesome Death Trooper with his gray pistol and his gray rifle. Now, on the flip side, and I know we talked about the Disney Elite briefly, you know, they did an Imperial Death Trooper. And this guy looks a little bit more like a specialist because he's got a black pauldron. He's got more pouches and everything like that. But the detailing on his rifle is parts black, parts gray. The red on that box you were talking about is there. So if you wanted to paint the Hasbro 6-inch rifle, a great model to go after would be that 6-inch Death Trooper uh, Elite Series figure. And if you can if you can match that paint scheme, that gun looks awesome. It's because it's got red detailing down the stock mm-hmm. uh, on the box. It's almost like the back half of the gun is gray, and, and it transitions to more of a brushed dirty silver as uh towards the barrel of the gun that's how the figure looks that's how the gun is and the figure looks awesome right well that's actually funny because it turns out i was so focused on this gun i didn't realize that the death trooper i'm looking at has far more pouches around the front and has a pauldron so and you're looking at the elite figure online aren't you no i'm looking at a photo from the movie oh okay well that's that's the elite figure then or the I don't I don't know if he's going to be a commander or something like that. The the box is just Imperial Death Trooper. So, uh, but it is he is definitely heavily armored and more uh, detailing than the Hasbro version. This guy's carrying a lot more crap. Let's just put it that way. Let me say I'm really hoping that we get the commander, whichever one has the pauldron from Hasbro, and they take the time with them to upgrade these weapons so that I can just swap them all out in my loose versions. Well, we know we're getting an exclusive version, but it almost looked like a straight repack from Target where you're getting a Jin, mm-hmm. an Imperial Death Trooper, and I think the only major change is that you're getting a more casual-looking Cassian Andor. Has <laughs> he got loungewear on? Hey, I don't know if those are exactly pajama pants, but they're a bit more khaki, and he's got his... A bit more of a, a, a leathery coat versus his Hoth attire. Now, the articulation on this figure is really good, too. I'm getting a lot of cool poses out of him. You know, you could do the wide stance like he's digging his feet in to shoot. Blasters have recoil, right? <laughs> and he can hold the rifle two-handed. And I guess it's not ruinous when he's holding the gun. I mean... <laughs> 
here's the thing, though. I think it's only going to bother you or maybe the owner when people come in and look at your diorama or your figures. And I can go, why has he got such a weird gun? <laughs> I think he looks a little silly with the hand blaster. I think he looks a lot better with the larger blaster. And that hand blaster, there's does it go in that loop on the side? Is that the whole story? I'm not sure. I know it kind of fits in there. It's kind of an awkward version of a holster, but yeah, uh, I suppose you could put that in there. <laughs> I don't know what the loop is for. I'm looking at uh, different pictures on Amazon, and in one of the images, he does have that blaster tucked into that loop. Okay. Well, there we but go. But also on the picture on Amazon, the, the green in the helmet is a lot more pronounced, especially on the hose tube holes. And again, you know, photography magic, of course, but... Um, it looks, if you were to buy it based on the pictures and then you get it, you'd go, hmm. But you can definitely see the crappy colored guns in the pictures, though, too. And again, they're at a different scale. This Death Trooper is a bit taller than Cassie and Andor and way shorter than K2SO. Well, that's good. Yeah, it adds some diversity to the height. These four figures clustered together look amazing. Just standing out. They make a great grouping. So it feels Star Warsy. It does. Yeah, it kind of does look like it. And if you're wondering what makes a Death Trooper a Death Trooper, just from the back of the box, the elite soldiers of Imperial Intelligence. Death Troopers are encased in specialized Stormtrooper armor with a dark, ominous gleam. These soldiers serve as bodyguards and enforcers for Director Krennic, a highly placed officer within the Advanced Weapons Research Division of the Empire. So that's why we never saw them in the other movies. Cause that's it. There you go. <laughs> so Director Krennic came in and said, I need my troops, but that's far too white. I can be the only one wearing white. My troopers need to be fabulous. <laughs> now, the thing is, when you compare this armor to a stormtrooper armor, it's not a black hole stormtrooper armor. It is definitely almost like a lighter, a light infantry version of armor versus the if you were to call a stormtrooper armor more heavier, it doesn't feel like it's got the full coverage around the body. If you were to compare some of the appendages to a stormtrooper armor, I completely agree. Yet there's some striking similarities that are obviously there for the design reason to make them seem like stormtroopers, but the circle and two vertical lines on the backpack that nobody's ever been able to explain what that's for, and the little canister on the back that everybody's always says a thermal detonator and. Little touches like that harken back to regular Stormtrooper armor. Yeah. And then we have one final figure in this wave. And again, it's one Marjorie and I have already reviewed with a couple extra accessories from San Diego Comic-Con. But Scott, what do you think of unmasked Kylo Ren? Oh, emo Kylo. Um, it's a good I mean, That figure actually stands out in the package a bit more. I I was going to say, I wish if I were wanting to buy this, I was hoping maybe for a swappable head to make it your definitive-ish uh, six-inch Kylo Ren. And it wouldn't be too definitive because the hood's not up. But it, that hood is cloth, is it not, to come up over his head? Yeah, it is. I'm sorry. It is up over his head. I couldn't tell because of the hair. He does have a bit of a hair helmet. He does. Um I think it looks pretty sharp. I do like the fact that he comes with, that is the unignited lightsaber hilt in his hand, and then a fairly detailed lightsaber hilt uh, with saber ignited in the package. His belt looks a little big. But this is the same body of the Kylo Ren we got before, right? It's the exact same figure with a different head. And the heads are interchangeable. We had somebody on Twitter ask us, 
if they could take the Kmart Kylo Ren with the snow around the bottom and do a head swap. And some other listeners there said, yeah, you just pop it off and pop it right on the Kmart one. And we just keep giving them money, don't we? But yet we just said if they made a little change <laughs> like this to Ray, we'd be buying. <laughs> that, well, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't buy a Kylo Ren to open. I did acquire the San Diego Comic-Con version and uh, the first version of Kylo Ren, which had the, the wonkier cloak. I know they improved it a little bit. Um, I didn't take him out of the, the package, and eventually I'll probably pick one up to open when I make some more room to put some stuff out. But uh, it's not it's not that bad looking of a figure. Without the helmet, I think they maybe should have beat him up a little bit, maybe given him uh, some, some battle wear. Maybe after Ray puts the, the whooping on him. Yeah, I could definitely see that. The Comic-Con one. Yeah, it would have been nice if the Comic-Con one was like battle damaged or something. And then the regular one hit stores just for a slight difference. Because if kids were seeing this on the shelf, I think they would prefer one with the Kylo Ren face uh, mask wise versus then the you know Ben Solo pale ass face. <laughs> And for those who are still looking for these figures, be sure to check out our sponsor, Dorkside Toys. They've got this case ready to ship within 24 hours with all six figures we mentioned. Or, I couldn't believe it, Scott and I were talking a little bit before. These figures, unbelievable as it is, but K2SO, Cassie Nandor, the Death Trooper, Ray with BB-8, as well as Kanan Jarrus, Luke Skywalker... The First Order Snowtrooper, all of those figures individually ship within 24 hours, marked down to $14.99 on sale at Dorkside Toys right now. That's a great deal. If I hadn't already bought them all, that would be that would be where I'd go to get them. If I hadn't already ordered a case of six Death Troopers, <laughs> I'd be adding six Death Troopers to card at $15 a piece. And the thing is, everything comes so minty from them. It's just, it's not funny how minty that stuff comes from them. So. They're not an elite squad, Arnie, if you have a bunch of them. Sure they are. They're just a squad then. They're the best of the best of the best, sir. Strangely, despite how many I'm tripping over in stores, they do not have Jen Urso available individually. That is strange. How popular can she be? And they don't have the unmasked Kylo Ren individually. Again, strange. How can that be? But they do have even cheaper figures. If you want Finn... $8. If you want the 6-inch Flame Trooper, $9.99. I don't care what anybody says. I really like that Flame Trooper figure, um, especially after seeing what Kodo's going to put out with that Flame Trooper effect. Oh, it, yeah. I, I, after seeing that, I was like, okay, I'm going to take my Flame Trooper. I'm going to dirty him up a little bit. I'm going to find some way to get some, some cottony foam, and I'm going to make a giant flame effect and do something like that. I just... I really think that's an awesome figure. They also have the latest Star Wars pops from Funko, Jen Erso, Cassie and Andor, Chirrut Imwe, Director Krennic. I love the pop for Director Krennic, by the way. <laughs> Just so plain, but yet standing there holding the gun so casually. K2SO, who looks like your classic bobblehead with that giant noggin, and Baze Malbus, all available. And be sure to use the link from our homepage at SWActionNews.com, and we thank Dorkside Toys for their support. Holy cow, they've got the Star Wars Rebels Pops for pre-order, too. I hadn't seen that. Click Add to Cart, click Add to Cart, click Add to Cart. Ah, oh, there they are. Oh, that chopper. 
need the chopper. Oh, and for all those people who are like, we need a Force Awakens Luke and Leia, those pop vinyls are on sale for $5.99 a piece. Ooh, that's yeah. a good price. Now, before we let you go, Scott, we want to kind of review one last item that I got in around Force Friday. I was able to order it at a hell of a discount because Amazon put the price online wrong initially. And being a fan of the Shadow Stormtroopers, I snatched it up. But it is the Amazon exclusive Shadow Trooper electronic helmet by Hasbro. Oh, tell me more. Tell me more. I haven't picked up any of the Black Series helmets yet. I did pick up the Marvel Legends Iron Man one. We reviewed that on the last episode of Marvelicious Toys. And this one, I didn't pick up the Stormtrooper helmet. I saw people just fighting for it at Force Friday. I haven't really seen them on shelves since. I thought I'd pick it up if I could use that Target. Remember the 25% off coupon they had the first week of the toys? Right. Never found one, but I did get this one. And I was a little bit shocked when I got it. The box was so lightweight. Well, didn't you? These are normally about $100 items, aren't they? They're $79.94 usually, and I got mine for $59.99. So well, you'd still think at a $75 item, the box should have some sort of heft to it. Yeah. And when I opened it up, I've got to say I was slightly disappointed. The curb appeal of this helmet was not there. The Iron Man helmet came in one piece, so when I took it out of the box, it was just like, okay, there it is, and it looks really nice. I think the faceplate may have needed to be attached. Here, I open up the box, and there's a cardboard top, you know, to keep things secure. I lift it up, and just laying in there in no rhyme or reason, not packed in any way that would say this is secure and not going to scratch the other pieces, but the helmet was in three different parts, like the front with the eyes and the mouth, the back just that encases the back of your head, and then the dome up top was a third piece, and they were just kind of all laying in there, like you'd imagine a five-year-old's toy box. That's a little weird. So basically, like a what a kid's version of a Darth Vader helmet would be after they've played with it, kind of the top off here, the side piece off there. Exactly. They were all in individual plastic baggies, but I was like, okay. So this is a some assembly required item. Okay. And it does just snap together. It doesn't take too much to do. But putting it together, I it just took a little bit of force. And when it was together, I'm like, it is still really lightweight. It does not feel like a high-end collectible. And part of it is the way it looks. It looks like a high-gloss plastic, whereas with the Iron Man one, they used like a car cherry red that gave it this deep look, and the faceplate, they used this really metallic-looking gold. For the Black Hole Stormtrooper, honestly, it has the finish of a remote control for a television. Huh, that's a bit disappointing. I mean, it's high-gloss, but I looked really close and like the iPhones, you know, the new jet black iPhones that are the high gloss black plastic. Right. Well, I didn't buy the jet black iPhone 7 because it said on the page may scratch with normal usage or as they call them micro abrasions. Well, this helmet has micro abrasions all over it right out of the box. Uh, that's kind of so it's basically that high gloss plastic is extremely that just shiny plastic. Yeah, it's not that... I don't know, I was expecting something to go, wow, after seeing the Iron Man one. And this one just didn't do it. It, it looks just like really cheap plastic. 
<laughs> if I can show my age and reveal my obsessive compulsive disorder for a little bit, laser tag came out when I was 11 years old. And if you remember those guns, they were really cool looking like V weapons. They were high gloss black and they had the lights and I loved those guns and I bought them. And after just some normal use, they got micro abrasions all over them. And so being the kid I am, I took them back to the store and said, they're scratched up. Give me a new set. I got a new set and they did the same thing. And so I started researching and like my grandfather was in the military, said, well, we used to polish our shoes with toothpaste. So I'm scrubbing these things with toothpaste, trying to get them to look new again and just being obsessive about getting my scratches out of my laser tag guns. And of course, I never did. And that's exactly what I'm hearkening back to when I look at this helmet. Do you think a little bit of armor all or anything like that would help to maybe, I don't want to say buff them out, but uh, hide them with a bit more shiny than, or would that just emphasize your your scratches? Well, the other problem is there's a injection mold ring on the top anyway, so it's not going to be perfect no matter what. Just at the very tip top of the head? Off to the side. Oh. <laughs> it's like a round, you know, where they inject the plastic mm-hmm. mold? Yeah. They should have put that on the inside. They should have, Yes. I'll say this, though, being lightweight, I mean, you could put it on your head. It's got a strap in there that you could adjust. And I don't have a large noggin, but I had to take it almost to the maximum setting where it would be loose enough that I could see out the eye holes. So is this something after getting it out of the box, not feeling the heft, micro abrasions, will the voice changer effect make or break you whether you want to keep it or return it? I find these electronics to be gimmicky and honestly a little bit annoying. I, first of all, it took me about 10 minutes to get the battery cover off because the instructions seem to say slide down with it. And instead, it's like peel off and use some force. And I was scared of breaking it. And then, of course, you have to take the batteries out or they're going to leak. So no matter what, it's not like I'm going to be wearing this thing around all the time. So it's not going to change my opinion much. But Marjorie, go ahead. Let's change your voice. Okay, does this work? Who was that? Is there someone else in the studio with you? It really sounds like she's talking in a helmet. I wouldn't even know (laughs) there was a microphone and a speaker. You wouldn't know? No, I wouldn't. It just sounds muffled. Am I? Is it on? Oh, it's on. Oh, it's very loud inside. It looks really funny because it's exceedingly wide at the jowls. And it almost is as wide as Marjorie's shoulders. Yeah, there's like... Maybe half an inch on each side of my shoulders. It's huge on me. I mean, my head is swimming in this. I happened to get the the half mask of the Death Trooper from Rogue One. And I'm going to go ahead and put that on real fast like this. And uh, yes, now I'm wearing headphones over a mask. And here's the voice change feature on that one. So let's see if let's see how mine is. Then we can see how how I'm sure yours has got to be better than this. How does it sound? It sounds about the same as I do right now, doesn't it? Sounds like we're both wearing helmets. What about, I'm wearing a helmet. Are you wearing a helmet? (laughs) Testing, testing, one, two, three. I can, testing, testing, one, two, three on my side. So yours sounds about the same as mine. Yeah, I didn't see any difference in that at all. Hmm. Does this work better if I do it like that? Does that make any difference? No, it really doesn't sound... Like a stormtrooper effect. Let me put you this way. I've done some sound effects when I did the Star Wars Action News book club and wanted to sound like a stormtrooper. This would not be adequate for any radio drama performance to make you sound like a trooper. But it definitely works because I took my hand, I cupped it around the chin and around the back 
there is a microphone and there is a speaker. And if you do this, you can create feedback. Oh, how about not do that again? What was that? That was the feedback. Oh, it's a crap. whale we picked up. I was going to say, could you add a small, some sort of funnel like Ma Kettle to be able to speak in that to direct your voice right into the microphone a bit better? This is me talking directly into the microphone. Does it help at all? It sounds like you're talking in a bucket. <laughs> exactly. These are not good voice change effects. I kind of like the... But all it makes me think of is saving Silverman, where <laughs> you have to say over, over. Over. Yeah. There, I'm trying it. Is it any better? Oh my god, it's so better! Just kidding. Sounds like you're talking in a bucket. Is it even on? Yeah, it's definitely on. I should take the batteries out and see if I sound any different in it without this. Well, can you just turn it off, can't you? There's no off button. What's that button on the side do? That's an on button. Well, it I should th- go off automatically then. Yeah, I think it'll okay. go to sleep after when some goes, period of time. I couldn't comprehend that. Sorry. That's And that's what this one does too. But But it does light up when you talk. So basically, Scott, what you're telling me is... That Death Trooper helmet that Marjorie unboxed when we did our unboxing pre-Force Friday is pretty much the same as this, only yours lights up, and this one wraps around the whole head. Uh, probably, yes. That sounds about right. I'm going to give this a couple of compliments, though. The eyes, they used, like, completely reflective mirror surfaces. The silver eyes add so much to this helmet and yet you still can see out of them just like, you know, Oakley's. It's like green. When it say you have great vision, I couldn't see a thing in that helmet. <laughs> Thanks, Luke. All right, Luke, yeah. I wish that the grill, the mouth grill, was more metallic. It's just kind of a dull gray pa- plastic paint instead of something a little bit more silvery like I've seen it on others. And then by the mouth, those speakers are the real speakers. So there's a little metallic speaker grill over them. And weirdly, the chin piece is rubber. So maybe that's so you don't knock your own teeth out if you fall while wearing it. (laughs) The other nice touch is the little grills on the side of like the jowls. I always like to think those are gills. Yeah, they're actually a navy blue to contrast with the black a little bit. That sounds kind of cool, though. It doesn't look great. It looks very much like a toy, but a toy with some nice details. What I would never, ever mistake this for is a high-end collectible. Whereas the Iron Man one kind of straddles that line. Overall, I love Shadow Troopers. I actually think the Stormtrooper helmet is a little bit nicer, though. And the reason being, we saw somebody open it in the store. The white plastic just looks a little bit better than the black plastic they used for this exclusive the blue on the gills the gray in the cheeks the green of the eyes the little painted lines in the back the regular version has so much more detail than this one does well the white is a bit more forgiving than the black as far as scratching and blemishing too Mm Hmm. i mean i'm sure the voice changer feature is just as bad but (laughs) honestly if i wasn't just a shadow trooper guy I would probably have picked up the white one, and I think I would have found it to be a little bit better. As it is, I'm still going to pick up the white one when it reaches the price I want it to be, either Black Friday or New Year's. I'd say a lot of this smells like good Black Friday deals. If I can get that 
if I can get that Black Series six inch scale TIE Fighter for forty dollars at GameStop, I think I can get this helmet for forty dollars. See, it's currently still going for seventy nine dollars with a three star rating on Amazon. I like to read the one star reviews. Voice changer is horrendous. Voice changer's microphone is defective. Mine was defective. Wait a second. I'm reading the reviews on Amazon. Yes. I don't know if this is correct, but the one-star review says the speaker is on the back of the helmet. I think they're wrong because I think I've found the speaker on the front, but I'm going to put it on. Well, that's why that guy had a one-star review. He had the <laughs> helmet on back. <laughs> I'm going to put this on, turn my back to the microphone, tell me if it sounds magical. Really? That's oh. where we're going with it? Yeah, yeah we are. Why don't you just put the helmet on backwards? So tell me, does this sound different? Sounds different. It sounds like you just turned away with a bucket on your head. (laughs) Wait, I think I found the off switch. So this is me talking with it on. This is me talking with it off. On. Off. I think there's a little bit more echo when I do on, isn't it? Maybe. Now, the five-star reviews on Amazon are saying it's a great helmet. The mic is useless. But for the price, you won't find a more accurate, amazing-looking Stormtrooper helmet. This is for the white one. For the black one, it's sitting at three and a half stars or 3.7 stars. The four-star review sounds kind of like me. Worth the buy. Voice changer could have been improved or left out. Yeah, these people are giving it great reviews, but saying the voice changer doesn't work. Okay, it says only when the mic is pressed very close to your lips does it really work. But that's not practical or easy to do while wearing. No, not at all. There's only six written reviews for the Shadow Trooper helmet. One one star that says voice changer does almost nothing, most because <laughs> the speaker's in the back, which it isn't. Plastic is extremely cheap, and the flaws and painting in the detail are very noticeable. Yeah, I can kind of agree with that. Yeah. Not only is the helmet in three pieces, but the garbage head strap from the Kylo helmet is back, with one exception, it can't be removed. So with all of this... Also, with the helmet being delayed, even though I pre-ordered it, and a scratch on the front of the helmet, I'm extremely disappointed in this helmet. Now, based on how it was packaged, I highly believe you could have serious scratches on the helmet. So, the fact that he got one with a scratch down the front, I don't deny that at all. Even the five-star review says important things... Yeah, voice changer barely functions. Helmet comes in three pieces that snap together. Once assembled, I strongly suggest you don't pull them apart. Helmet has poor head strap system. Helmet is very detailed, and the speaker lines on the back of the helmet are not as noticeable as on the regular Stormtrooper helmet. Helmet is great for casual costuming, but would require great amounts of intense modifications to meet 501st costuming group standards. You're better off getting an accurate helmet kit and starting from there. Yeah. You will not find a good quality Shadow Trooper helmet for cheaper, even as DIY kit. So the five-star review basically says everything we say. I'd give it about a three-star review if I was going to do this on Amazon. I like it. I definitely like it for 60 more than I ever would have liked it for 80. Oh, yeah. But I didn't buy that Kylo Ren helmet, even though Justin talked it up quite a bit. And I don't know that this having this one makes me really want to rush out to buy any more of their Black Series roleplay stuff. Other than it encompasses your whole head, I don't see it as that much of an improvement over, yeah, the stuff you find just for 20 bucks from Hasbro in stores. Well, it looks cooler, though. 
slightly. No, it does. I, I guess it is higher gloss. The yes. mask that Scott you have with the Death Trooper is more matte, and this is very shiny. Well, this is well, I guess yeah, there's a little shine, but I can see how it's not it's shiny black, but it's not polished shiny black. I'm sure, I'm sure they did a little bit of polished job on yours. My last question, and we discussed this when reviewing the Iron Man helmet, but Scott, maybe you can have some insight. I mean, at $80, and they say specifically this is an adult collectible, so not to be given to kids, with electronic play features, what niche do you see this filling? Because I have this, and I don't know what to do with it. I think that if someone really wanted uh, a somewhat accurate helmet, as per some of these reviews... I can see someone buying the helmet, but basically removing the batteries and not worrying about the electronic. Someone who didn't want to have to build a helmet from scratch, you could probably take this helmet, put some foam on the inside to make it fit a little bit better for yourself, and you'd probably be in good shape. The, the electronics in these things, they're worthless. I mean, we just kind of showed that. Unless there's something we're doing extremely wrong that someone can talk us through, it doesn't work. Um, or if you wanted a helmet to display in, you know, to sit and display a great looking helmet. Awesome. You got a, a mannequin around your house. You want to throw a helmet on? I'm sure it'd look great on that. But for the most part, you know, I looked at it. I'm like, oh, that's neat. And just kind of kept on walking. Yeah, I can't give this a ringing endorsement, but I'm still not sure if you wanted to wear it, what you'd wear it with. And I don't think it just looks great on a shelf for a high-end collectible, I suppose there is that middle ground. If I was like 17 or 15, this would be the coolest thing on my shelf because there, I'd look at the FX collectibles ones and be like, wow, I'd have to work a whole summer for that, but I could possibly get my parents to buy this for me for a birthday or something. This would be a great project helmet if somebody wanted to dress up in just random attire and put a Stormtrooper helmet on and go out, like whether it be... Yeah, not necessarily for Halloween, but if somebody dressed up, you know, in a tuxedo and just started wearing a Stormtrooper helmet and, you know, walked through a store and somebody was taking pictures of things like that for kind of a kind of a gimmick type thing. So but like Deadpool. Not, kind of. Yes. It's not for the helmet's not for kids. That's a fact. I mean, it's not a play helmet because it's too big for a small child's head. And then for again, for a high end collectible, most people are going to lean towards one of those Anovos items. So it does reach the middle ground of somebody who maybe wants to sit it on the shelf, have something cool to look at, maybe pull it down on occasion and goof around with it. But I, I think the niche is a lot smaller than they thought for something like this. And I did look up a Novos as you were talking. The Shadow Stormtrooper helmet from them is 250 So it's an apples and oranges thing. And if you wanted the entire body of armor, that's only 700 That seems really reasonable. For sure. And with that, that's the end of our show. Scott, this has been a blast, man. It's so great to hear from you. Well, I appreciate you wanting to have me back on for a, for a show. I had a great time. It's always great talking to you guys. And you know, I'm really looking forward to getting closer and closer to Rogue One and seeing what this anthology film has to offer. And for people who are on Twitter, Scott posts a lot of store finds and collecting news. It's Tulsa Scott at Twitter. That is correct. And listeners, let us know what you think of these figures and these helmets. Come to our forums or post to Facebook and Twitter. I'm curious if people are more enthralled with this helmet than we are and what people think of these figures. I'm, 
I'm way happy with the Black Series figures we talked about today and way moderate on the helmets. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think hopefully we'll see more and more deals, especially with the amount of stock that a lot of these stores have come Black Friday. Maybe they're going to have a huge Rogue One push because we'll be at about the three-week mark, I guess, uh, until the movie comes out. So hopefully we'll see a lot of this stuff moving and quite a few deep discounts on Amazon, Walmart, Target, things like that. Absolutely. And we'll be posting those all to our Facebook and Twitter pages as we find them. And man, it's hard to believe, but tomorrow is the start of November. We only have one more show before our annual holiday gift guide and Black Friday shopping sale. Oh, man. It's going to be 85 degrees tomorrow, too, by the way. (laughs) Here, too. So also, listeners, let us know what you think are great gift items. I'm going to hem and haw on whether or not I'll put the Black Gold Stormtrooper helmet on that gift guide. I'm leaning no, but maybe I'll put the regular Stormtrooper one on because it just looks a lot nicer. And until next time, may the pigs be stocked and the force be with you. Thank you for listening to Star Wars Action News. We hope you've enjoyed the show. You can find pictures of the toys reviewed, chat with other Star Wars collectors, and find hundreds of Star Wars Action News episodes at our website, SWActionNews.com. This podcast is created by Star Wars fans showing their love of Star Wars. We rely on listener support to keep the show going. You can pledge to our Podbean fundraising campaign by going to SWActionNews.com support. Backers get rewards including exclusive video content, early show releases, and more. You can also help out our show by telling your friends to listen by posting on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or in person. We would also greatly appreciate a five-star review written on iTunes. A link to our iTunes feed is at SWActionNews.com. We want your feedback on Star Wars Action News. You can email us at show at SWActionNews.com or post your thoughts in the Star Wars Action News forums at SWActionNews.com, the most friendly forums on the web. You can also find Star Wars Action News on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. The links to our social media sites are at SWActionNews.com. You can also send us your latest store reports, figure reviews, and more. Email us an MP3 or iPhone voice memo at show at SWActionNews.com. All content received is subject for use on the show. If you also enjoy Marvel Comics, you can hear Arnie and Marjorie talk about the toys and statues based on Marvel Comics characters on the Marvelicious Toys podcast at MarveliciousToys.com. Star Wars Action News is always looking for new people to help with the show. You can find a list of skills we need on our blog at VenganzaMedia.com. Star Wars Action News is created, produced, edited, and hosted by Marjorie and Arnie. Video editing by Barrett, Andrew, and Daryl. Website design by Jason. Graphic design by Jay. Photo editing by Scott and Curtis. Announcements by Brock. Segments created by Andrew, Brock, Daryl, Jerry, Jonathan, Nathan, and Steve. For more Star Wars collecting, check out GalacticHunter.com, JediDefender.com, JediTempleArchives.com, and YakFace.com. 
and we thank those sites for their support of Star Wars Action News. Star Wars Action News is not affiliated with Lucasfilm Limited. Star Wars and all that the Star Wars universe contains is trademark and copyright Lucasfilm Limited, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company. All rights reserved. Star Wars Action News is a Venganza Media production, copyright 2016, all rights reserved, and no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Venganza Media Incorporated. Star Wars Action News. Now this is podcasting. Just uh, hitting check out. Place my order. You're literally placing your order right now. Yes. That's great. Yeah, this That's happens great. a lot. <laughs> or did the shipping jump up to $150? I am checking this out. No pun intended there. I'm not literally <laughs> checking out. Checking, checking this out. No more straw drinks for you. I'm done now. Ooh, tell me more, tell me more. Does he give the... <laughs> what? You got the loss there. Yeah. Like, does he have a car? Shut up. Because, don't do that. You can't hear through them anyway. I can kind of hear some of it. <laughs> I know exactly what she did when she... <laughs> Scott, are you there? I can hear him. Did I turn off my headphones at all that time? Yeah, you did. In all that tomfoolery. There you are. I'm here. <laughs>